Hi, everybody, and welcome to mini-episode number 12 of Attendance Bias. I am your host, Brian Weinstein. Mini-episodes of Attendance Bias feature a breakdown of a single song or a jam from a show that I've attended. I'll give a little background about what makes that song or that jam so special to me, and then we'll dive right in. These mini-episodes are posted on a bi-weekly basis in between full episodes of Attendance Bias, when a guest and I will go over a full fish show. Today's mini-episode features If I Could, from June 2nd, 2009, at the Jones Beach Amphitheater in Wonton, New York. When Fish announced their early summer tour in 2009, their comeback tour, two dates stood out to me big time. June 4th and June 5th at Jones Beach Amphitheater. Like the Nassau Coliseum, Jones Beach has a very special place in my life. Though I've seen fewer shows there in recent years, many, many, many of my formative musical experiences happen there. I can't even remember all of the shows that I've seen at Jones Beach. My dad took me to see Jethro Tull there in 1996. My first concert ever without my parents was the Meat Puppets opening for Stone Temple Pilots at Jones Beach in 1994. I saw the Verve Pipe open for the Violent Femmes there. Uh, the Beach Boys with Brian Wilson. Weezer on a double bill with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. A million different versions of the Dead. You know, the other ones, whatever you want to call them. Uh, Grab with Phil and Friends on a double bill. That was amazing. A random free Jack Johnson show, uh, David Bowie and Moby together, and even Tab with Government Mule in 2006. Wherever you live, if you live near any American city, you're definitely going to be near a summer shed. And although Jones Beach is not typically a shed, that's every tour's stop in the New York area. And luckily, I grew up really close to it. In fact, Jones Beach is as close to a hometown venue as possible as it could be for me. It's even five minutes closer to my hometown than the Nassau Coliseum, and that's really close too. Jones Beach Amphitheater is an aesthetically beautiful concert venue. It sits on a very small body of water called Zach's Bay, and it's part of the Jones Beach State Park. The park is a beachside state park built during the Great Depression as part of FDR's WPA program. In fact, it even has an Art Deco obelisk once you reach the end of the parkway next to the beach. Even though the park was built in the 1930s, the amphitheater itself was built a number of years afterward, I believe in the early 1950s. Since it was built, it's gone through a number of renovations and updates, the most recent one being the mezzanine of dark red seats at the top of the theater. On a really nice summer night, Jones Beach is one of the best outdoor places in the state, maybe even the country, to see a concert. I've enjoyed dozens of nights with sunsets behind the monolith, easing into a cool breezy night watching a performance on the venue's huge stage. That said, Jones Beach also has the potential to be one of the worst venues in the country on any given night. A windy night or a rainy night can absolutely destroy the sound quality for anyone seated outside the orchestra section. Being on the water, as the venue is, also makes the entire area freezing cold on a night that doesn't have optimal weather. Anybody who was at Fish's Jones Beach show in 2013 would probably agree with that. I'm still drawing some of my clothes from that show. On top of that, security at the venue can be needlessly strict. 
whoever runs security at Jones Beach doesn't seem to understand that trying to corral fans into their proper seats at a fish show is an impossible task that will only be met with resistance, and it's an unending hassle for them. It's both funny and pathetic to witness 16-year-old kids as quote-unquote security trying to direct some spun-out wook to leave his comfort zone in section 9L and telling him to move to his actual seat in the upper mezzanine, but they'll try it at Jones Beach. Anyway, back to this show. A few weeks after the band announced their two shows at the venue for the 2009 summer tour, yet another show was announced for the preceding Tuesday, and my mind absolutely exploded. I was so eager to see Fish after their return in 2009 that three shows at my hometown venue, three shows at a venue where they haven't played since 1994? Yes, please. Tickets were easily found, my friends were notified, and my apartment was very soon turned into a pre-show lounge, and then afterward a small hotel, with out-of-town friends sleeping anywhere they could find space. I somehow ended up with extras for the Tuesday show, and there was seemingly no demand or interest for most fans on these three nights. At the time, it was astounding to me. I mean, in my mind, any fish show after almost five years should be an automatic sellout and full of eager fans. I was really surprised at the time, but when I look back now, 11 years later, it makes perfect sense in retrospect. Long Island is near New York City, but it is not New York City. It's not an easy trek for most people, especially on a Tuesday night with an off day in between other shows that would be on Thursday and Friday. The Tuesday night was the odd show out, so looking back, it makes sense. Although the band played a show at Fenway Park two nights earlier, this one... This Tuesday night felt like the proper tour opener. They debuted a couple of songs which would become, I guess, staples more or less in the 3.0 era, and extra loud cheers greeted more familiar songs like Runaway Jim and Cities. Most of the first set of this show was thrilling, just for the simple fact that Fish was back, and not only back, but at a New York area venue that wasn't Madison Square Garden. Truth be told, there weren't too many memorable musical highlights from this show, or even from this run as a whole. But it really hit me that things were back, and back for real, when the band closed the first set with the comforting, beautiful, sublime rarity, If I Could. It wasn't entirely clear what the band was playing after they finished a laid-back farmhouse, but it very quickly became a sweet surprise when the familiar riff and opening lines of the song began. Even if this wasn't the energetic follow-up we've come to expect after a ballad, it did highlight one of the most improved aspects of Fish's return in 3.0, their practiced vocals. Oh 
Being an East Coast crowd, the audience was made up of lots and lots of chompers, and as you'll hear, there was lots of chatter during this song. The odd part is that it's more annoying on the recording than it was in real time, because when the band was playing, I was like drunk with happiness. Hoist was one of the first albums that made me fall in love with Fish, and Alison Krauss's vocals on that album were a big part of that. This was the first time that I heard If I Could Live and In Person, and it was absolutely divine. Even with stuff like We All Love Dicks and songs like Ass Handed, I think it's fair to say or to suggest that 3.0 Fish is more grown up or it may be more adult than their previous iterations. And that's not just in their choice of venues, but also their overall sound. Their control of dynamics now is better than ever. Their ability to organize their more meaningful songs means that they are to be taken seriously, not just by fans, but by the music world at large. Their mix is excellent, but even their ability to play purposeful solos takes the experience to a whole nother level. take a while for the band to find their footing, both in terms of jamming and ability to manage the flow of a set. This was 2009, so it was fun to be at a fish show again no matter what, and it was weird for If I Could to end a set, but it proved a lot at the same time. First, they were back for real and their entire catalog was on the table. Second, their sound wasn't thin anymore. They sounded like the full-on headlining band that they were and have been. And third, Fish was fun, it always was, it always has been, it always will be, but it could also be beautiful, and in this case, it was absolutely gorgeous.
Next week on Attendance Bias, my guest is Jeff Somar. Jeff chose to talk about Fish's show at the Melkweg in Amsterdam, Holland on July 12th, 1996. Jeff contacted me through fish.net. And when he brought up Europe 96, I was immediately intrigued. Not only did he want to talk about fish in Europe, which I was dying to hear about, but his reason for picking that show was entirely unique. So be sure to tune in next week to hear all about it. That's it for today's episode. To support Attendance Bias, please leave a review and a rating of the show on your podcast app of choice. And please spread the word about Attendance Bias to just one person. Text someone, talk to someone, and tell them about the show. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to see you next week on Attendance Bias.